The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh. Originally, I put a time to smile. That was wrong. There's a time to laugh. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. You cannot possibly look at anything that communicates news and not think, much closer now, much closer. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit in our blessed assurance, but perhaps we should stand up and do the great things the Lord has called us to. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, let's see, today's what, the 26th? So I'll let you know in about 72 hours why we have a radio show when the radio rent is due. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever done the best that you can do? Talked about this yesterday. Pull it all together, have it all working, and then an hour later, have it all unravel. I know, I'm the only one. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have something you want to share, if the Lord has put something on your heart, if you've got something that you need other brothers and sisters to pray with you for so that we can collectively join our faith, or if you've got something to share the Lord has blessed you in, and you just want to share that to be a blessing to other people, you have that opportunity to do so on this show. It's not a kvetch fest, but it is an opportunity to engage with other brothers and sisters, most of which you probably don't see at church because it's an eclectic group, and by that we mean we have all denominations, all different levels of walk, but we gather together to fellowship, to glorify the name of Jesus Christ as we love him and offer up our praise and our worship. That's what we're doing together. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so by calling 972-445-0770. Calling 972-445-0770 will really help you because when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. You know what that's like? That's like getting a brand new electric blanket. Ooh, a warm blankie. That's nice. And then you will be... 
I like electric blankets. Those are cool. Uh, also, you can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email live during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. David at he must increase.org. David at he must increase.org. We're going to send you to the website and tell you a couple things that you need to be aware of. Number one, right now we are in the midst of expanding our podcasts and our reach, which means it's a little bit uh, a little bit messy right now. Apparently, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and like 10 different other ones. However, there's some cross-pollination going on, and so they're, cir- out, they're circuiting each other so they're not all working properly. We do have on the website a new page that lists the podcasts, the last like 10, 15, 20, or 300 of them, so you can access the podcast. We encourage you to check that out on the website. I will also tell you in my hand, which I'll talk about a little bit more, is the first brochure for the show. And I don't want to brag. Hold on, I'm breaking my arm, patting myself on the back. But it ain't bad. Not too shabby. Uh, You can find out what they look like if you also want to go on the website. We are going to be sending them out to people who want them. We're also going to be doing an instructional video that tells you what to do because we don't want you to go knocking on people's doors and saying, open up, take this brochure, and listen to the show, or I'm going to sleep in your living room. Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, that's that's not happening. Uh, We want Christianity to be a natural outflow of our existence just like it was in the early church. We'll talk about that. Not that many programs planned between Acts 2 and Acts 9. Talk about that later. Also, uh, the big thing, of course, is money. Okay? Do, re, me. And we've talked about it before, and it's not overly complex. You don't get a special Bible, special anointing, special anything. You get a receipt at the end of the year because we're a 100% tax-deductible nonprofit corporation. If you give, fantastic. If you don't, fantastic. But if you can, that'd be awesome so that we can keep paying the bills. Go check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. That's it? <laughs> it's so short that way. I just don't know. All right. Uh, we are going to open up with a word of prayer. i got to pray for my grandson, Easton, who has taken a very serious turn for the worse in the last day and a half. So he had like the best day he's ever had, and then on right after that, things started to go south, and they're in the ICU right now, so let's offer up prayers, bring our prayers together, and our faith together. Father, we come before you right now, and we lift up Easton. He's my grandson. I love him. I pray that you would touch him and heal him. I also pray, Lord, that you would bring exceedingly great comfort for Julianne and Jared, especially with Julianne being with child. She's 20 weeks along. Everything looks great. But, Lord, stress is a bad thing for a mom carrying a baby. And we just ask you to give her some alleviation, some comfort. And uh, we just pray that you would bless them and encourage them and refresh them and touch baby Easton, touch him. By the power of the Holy Spirit, you've raised the dead, so to bring him back from where he's at is not difficult for you. We ask you to do that. We petition you so, yet we submit that petition to you and yield to your will in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Just to let you know, I had a chance to talk to Julianne today for about 25 minutes. That's really good. Uh, we were I was trying to encourage her. She's doing really good in lieu of what's going on. But baby was doing fantastic. Then it took a turn for the worse. It's just like, wow. So you got to be ready. It's one of the things that we talk about in our faith is you got to be ready. You got to be you got to be aware. You don't sit there and think once I get a blessing, something bad is going to come. You don't do that. You never stop being aware, though. I would say uh, it's important for you and I to grasp or to understand that the enemy doesn't just sit there and go, oh, look, well, they got victories. Well, well, I'll just I'll just ignore that. You know, it's not what it's not how the enemy exists. It's not what he functions in. When things are going well, you keep your guard up. One of the things that I do, ironically, is sometimes when we'll have a really good show. I'm just telling you what I do. On the way home, I, I almost stop myself when I start driving. I do a quick prayer, and I remind myself, keep alert, because the enemy is not far, and anything that he can throw in my direction, he's going to do if he can. And you need to be aware of that. When you have a blessing— what I mean, we, we've had this before, and yeah, we're going off, off circuit because we always do. If you have a blessing that takes place, what is the enemy? What, what is one of the descriptions of the enemy? What is one of the things that we know about the enemy is he doesn't like it when you and I are rejoicing or praising the Lord. He doesn't like it when there's victory in the Lord. He doesn't like it when that stuff's taking place because it's damaging his kingdom. And that's important to understand, that when his kingdom is damaged, he's taking a hit. He's not going to win, but it's not, it doesn't mean he's not going to fight. And so the enemy comes at us and tries to do different things along those lines, and you got to just be aware of it and stand firm. The enemy's a thief, right? John 10.10, 10, the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they may have life and life more abundant. Well, what does the enemy do? He, he, he steals. And that's one of the, the elements that we need to be aware of. He's trying to take that joy. He's trying to siphon off that faith. He's trying to deliberately push away that hope so that you don't stand firm. That's what he does. And this is where we take our faith and we turn our eyes to the Lord and we say, Lord, I have no strength that's outside of you. I need your help. I don't know what else to do, but my eyes are focused on you. And that's what you do. And I, some of you are thinking, oh, was it, is, it, is it easy? No. I don't, I don't think it's easy. This is why I, I actually laugh at people, and, not, and I should, probably shouldn't, but I kind of – I do mock people a little bit who are like, Christianity, yo, such a crutch, so nice, so you can just sort of lean on that. Christianity is the hardest – faith to maintain because in order to be a Christian, you have to die. In order to see things from God, you have to believe first. In order to receive from the Lord, you have to give away. It's like the exact opposite of anybody doing anything logical ever. <laughs> it's like, wow. But that's what our faith calls for. And we recognize not everybody's going to be of the faith, but we are of the faith. And no matter what comes our direction, we fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our, of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, it sat down at the right hand of God the Father and majesty. That's what we do. We keep our eyes on Jesus. Why? Because everything else will sink you. That's why. All right, we have somebody that wants to call in, sir, so we'll extend the first. Yeah, okay. All right, let's go ahead and do that. 
This is David. Who am I talking to? This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello. 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 You're talking to Betty. Hi. How are you? I'm okay, but struggling. I uh, I had open heart surgery in January, and then I got the COVID with that. So I was in hospitals and rehab for six weeks. And I come home, and I thought everything was going good. I have had a disabled son that I had been helping, but he managed while I was in the hospital. But on the 15th of March, he fell and broke his shoulder, and he had to go into rehab in, in the hospital and into rehab due to he was on a feeding tube, so it took both hands, and so he had to go be somewhere where they could feed him, And because I wasn't able, I wasn't strong enough. And so now it's very hard. I'm trying to clean out his apartment before the first, and I can't lift over five pounds due to the pacemaker, and I'm just frustrated. I just need prayer to get through this. Yeah, no, we're going to pray for you. Give me your name again. I want to, I don't want to say it incorrectly, so give me your name again. It's Betty. Bibby? Bailey. Bailey, okay. Uh-huh. All right, Bailey and Betty. And Betty, who is the person that is uh, that is also hurting that you've been caring for that? Who's the other person? Well, the one I've been caring for passed away. Oh. His name was Daniel Bailey. We had his funeral on the 15th. And so he had been having health issues for 20 years. Yeah. But anyway, it was it was some neglect, and I don't want to cut nobody down or call no names, okay. but I just wish we could get better care in hospitals and nursing homes. All right. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for the situation, okay, okay because I know— I, I I don't know your specific frustration, but I know the frustration as a believer who's in a in a wicked world, a sinful world, and I know how frustrating it is where you're just hoping that the Lord will just return so that we can be through yeah. with this mess and just be like, okay, that's it, I want to be done. But in the meantime, we need to ask the Lord to bring some of his rule, some of his reign into this situation so that you can get relief. So let me pray for you, okay? Okay, thank you. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. Lift up Betty to you. The whole situation, what a mess, Lord. It's hard, and we're not trying to ignore it. We're not trying to just say, oh, we're just going to pray about it like people who, who, who don't have confidence in their faith. We believe in you. We have confidence in you. We trust you. And we are asking you to bring deliverance and help. It doesn't even matter if it's in the form of an angel, of a person, whatever. Bring help for her so that she doesn't have to try and do all of this on her own. She doesn't have enough strength, Lord. She needs the help of God to help her in this situation. And we are asking you to bring immediate relief to her spirit, to her heart, so that the frustration doesn't overwhelm her, but that she would stand firm saying, God will deliver me. And she believes that and holds on to that, and you prove her to be her faith to be true and not let her be disappointed because all of us who have our hope in you will not be disappointed. Reach into her life, bring people into her life, bring freedom and deliverance into her life. Take the heaviness of her heart, put a new take that away from, put a new song in her mouth. And let praise come out of her lips. 
We ask you, Lord, for our sister in the name of Jesus that you would help her. We pray for her right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So here, amen. Thank you. You are more than welcome. I want you to stay in touch with us. The, the only way that okay. we can know to keep praying is to know what's going on and to be able to keep praying for you and keep loving on you. And, uh, and, and there might be people in the audience that can do other things. If that happens, we'll make that connection. But in the meantime, we're going to stand with you and believe that the grace and the goodness of God will raise you up from this hard place. Okay. Okay. You. you got my phone number, don't you? You got the phone number there? Okay. Hang on the line. Captain Chris is going to get your phone number, and so okay. we'll have it there. And then and I'll keep teaching for a little bit, and he'll get your phone number and write it down. So just hang on, okay? Okay. Thank All you. Right. All right. Hang on there. All right. So this is a, a great example of what the church ought to be. B, it's not that your church does or doesn't do that. Don't get the wrong idea. This is not a condemnation of the church. And be careful, by the way, when we are condemning of the church, because who's in the middle of the lampstands? Jesus. And may the, and while we say this about ourselves, well, I'm a mess, but I'm God's mess. Well, the church is a mess, but it's God's church. So careful, right? You want to be careful there. That's why a lot of people are like, well, this ministry doesn't do this, and this ministry doesn't do this. Like, hold on, Sparky. It's not your body. It's the body of God. So make sure to have mercy in your heart just the way the Lord wants us to. But when you have somebody like that and they're praying and they're, she's desperate, she needs help. Betty needs your prayers. And as hard as your life is, you cannot tell me that you can't take the time out to pray and to lift up and to, and to, and to intercede on her behalf. You know, Paul said it very specifically. I know people, people in the world hate this, and who cares what they think? They were, most of them are going to hell anyway. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't mean that rudely. They're just like, who cares what they think? Paul said, join me in my struggle by praying for me. Okay, there it is. And that's Romans chapter 15, verse 30, for those that are looking for it. So all those people that mock people that go, well, we're sending our prayers. Oh, they're just sending prayers. Oh, yeah, well, that's in the Bible. So uh, it's either you're an idiot or you're calling God an idiot. Pick, because it's one of the two. All right, we're going to take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? 
Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're going to give you a trivia question right off the bat. Before or after the fall? Ooh. Before or after the fall? Adam called Eve, Eve. Okay, Adam named Eve. Okay, before or after the fall? When did Adam name Eve? There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, If you think you know the answer, by the way, you can uh, call us at 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can uh, send an email, david at he must org. So did, did Eve get a name before or after the fall? Okay, so I'm holding my Bible here, and the reason that I'm holding my Bible is we're getting a lot of answers, but I kind of know those answers are wrong, so I'm trying to help people. <laughs> is that nice to say it that way? Right? I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but it's like, ooh, ooh. And so you got to keep in mind that the fall was where? Was uh, 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 in uh, chapter 3, okay? And then when did Eve get her name? That's a big key in this process, all right? So I'm going to, 
I got it right in front of me, so I don't want anybody to miss. Uh, we do have somebody who's going to call in and answer, so or somebody who's ready to answer that. Again, when was uh, Eve named? And somebody's calling in to answer that. We'll do it right now. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson. Hi, Samson. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm okay. Yeah? Have you been hearing this show so far? I mean, what's going on? I just turned it on, so... Yeah. Okay, because we got Easton doing really poorly in ICU, and then we have this wonderful woman, Betty Collin, who's got a very, very dramatic situation, so we were praying for her, and uh, just such a blessing But that, 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 that she reached out. She just needs help. She just needs the grace of God, so it's just uh, powerful. She's got a very tough situation that she's in physically, and she has to take care of some business. Really tough, tough stuff. So we're mm-hmm. just praying for their wellness. So how are you, my brother? Yeah, good. Well, can I say a quick prayer for these two, like yes, and been, your grandson? Yes, we've, we've, we've been praying, and we want people to keep praying. Yes, absolutely, pray for them. Yes, quickly. Yeah, dear Jesus, thank you that you are uh, awesome, and you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. And Lord, we know that uh, that your word tells us that by your stripe we are healed, Lord. So Lord, we we claim a healing for. For, for our precious sister and our precious brother. Uh, Lord, you know exactly what's happening uh, into you, into their body or into their being or into their existence, Lord, because nothing is hidden from you, because you are Jehovah uh, Alroy, the God who sees us, Lord. You know our desperate, desperate situations, Lord, and nothing is hidden from you, Lord. So, Lord, I ask you, uh, humbly in the mighty name of Jesus that you touch these two precious people to touch these two precious your children Lord because you you have created them in their mother's womb even before their their parents conceived them Lord so Lord you know by 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 name Lord these two folks Lord so Lord I, I ask your grace Lord as that blind beggar uh, ask Lord have mercy so Lord we ask you to to pour your mercy on these two souls. And we, we glorify you because we know that you are good and you're good all the time. And we ask this prayer in Jesus' awesome and mighty and graceful name. Amen. 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 Great prayer. Thank you, my brother. All right. Now, we only oh. got about 30 seconds left. So all right. did you want to answer well, the trivia the, question? The first, like, Adam said, whoa, man, what's that? <laughs> 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 classic. Well, he, he gave the name uh, Eve uh, before the fall. Ah. I want everybody to look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 20. Chapter 3, verse 20, where Adam named his wife Eve after he hid from the Lord. Ooh. Oh, after? Yes! What? You guys look it up. We will come back to this at the top of the hour because I want to make sure everybody gets it. But yeah, it says in in Genesis 3.20, then Adam named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all people everywhere. But that was after. Uh Uh-oh, people, check that out. We will take our break and then come back. I will check. uh, You got it. uh, Thank you for that gracious prayer, my brother. Wonderful prayer. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, and uh, I will I will keep uh, them in my prayer. When our Lord remind me, I'm gonna pray for these two folks. That's awesome. We appreciate it uh, too. All right. all right, thank you, David. God bless. 
All right, folks, we're going to take a break because we got to do our 2 o'clock. You are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Top the hour break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. Let me give you an update on Easton Scott. A lot of tough stuff that my daughter and my son-in-law have been going through. Uh, I did send an email out. I don't know if, Julie, if you got the email I or did. not. I did. send it out to everybody. So he was going through 20 and 30 seizures per episode, and they've got that down to a dramatically less amount. But the sad news is that from a medical point of view— uh, Easton does not, it does not appear as, according to the doctors, that he will be able to speak or will be able to care for himself. Oh. And so what the result of that is, is that Julianne and Jared, my son-in-law and my daughter, have recognized that God has put them in a position to be the best parents, to love Easton Scott with all that they can and give them the best life that they can. But while that's going on, they're not going to stop believing that something can change. And the doctors even said... This is territory we don't even know. Right, because this, this is a problem that not very many people have had. So Very few. Everybody is different. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, they have like 230 total cases in the world that they have records on, which is like, so they're like, we don't know. Right. And it's like, so I, I just want to read this one thing my daughter wrote. It's a fantastic. She wrote this, uh, you know, it's not easy to sit there and write a Facebook post that tells all the things you've been going through. And so I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to read the last paragraph because I thought that was really significant. She wrote, scientifically, Easton does not have much of a chance. His best case scenario is he may possibly be able to walk and say three to five words one day. But God can help him. He's not afraid of impossible odds. And if Easton is healed one day, there will be no question as to where it comes from. It will not be because of therapy. And it will not be because of medication or diet. It will be because of God's undeniable healing power. So in the meantime, we choose to raise a hallelujah and trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. Now, the the idea that it's going to be simple and everything's going to be great and they're trying to make pie in the sky, that doesn't exist at all. If you read this, and, and I think Wonder Julie can attest to it, she tells you this is ugly. This, right. this is a not a good situation. It's going to change our lives. He's never going to be able to be unattended. It doesn't look good. And, you know, as a parent, you're heartbroken. They have two other children. They don't want to have any loss in their communication with their kids, but they're going to have to give extra attention. They were going to have a fourth child. They're not sure they're going to do that now. So you got a lot of things in play. But what you can't deny is that my I, I will take I won't take credit, but I'll stand in there as a grandparent and as a parent and say, what a fantastic position of faith that my daughter has grown into. She has made the determination that she will do the best that she can as a human being to give this child the best life she can, and she will not quit hoping. 